You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Isn't it sad when you name your passion project something and then 10 years later somebody else comes out and releases something of the same name that is 10 times quality? Well, wasn't like House of Cards was originally a UK show, right? That's right. It was a BBC show. Just like we steal all the best uh, UK shows. Friends. Yeah. uh, The Office. Office. Exactly. Yeah. Sherlock. That's right. (laughs) No, seriously, like they had Sherlock, and then like yeah. in America, we started one with like Lucy Liu as Watson and stuff. Oh, I remember that. Shameless, shameless, yeah. Oh, was that a That's UK right. thing? Interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> American Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking yeah. of, uh, oh, go ahead. Here we go. Hey, did you ever post our baby? It's COVID outside. No, at this point, it's uh, it's, it's going to take a long time, and it kind of seems insensitive at this point. <laughs> I'm afraid, right? Don't you think? Like we're making fun. Like it's one thing to make a little offhand comments in our our little uh, slapdash podcast here, but uh, you know, singing a song while Look, people are dying uh, seems maybe questionable. Look, man, at this point. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Three I mean, weeks ago, you. when you recorded, I just know, it. like when a man. When a man says he's going to do something, his word is his bond. You know what I'm saying? You're only as good as your word. Oh, wow, but you're giving me the guilt for balls for nobody. Listen, you're lucky. Listen, ghost. <laughs> My new nickname. Hey, listen, you're lucky this podcast get up at all, considering uh, all the post-production I'm having to do to cut out the long second, uh, the, the second long gaps uh, in all of our, our Google Hangouts all, recordings. All the responses. Yeah, it's like... Hey, it's the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. I'm Joe. I'm Joel. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exhibit A. (laughs) Wait, so so we're recording now, and earlier you were saying something about Cuba Gooding Jr. That uh, was like, please stop. So we're, done we're done We're done. We're done. We're done talking. No, about no. He's got a, yeah, he's got a brother. That's what we were saying. Yeah, <laughs> it's Puerto Rico Gooding Jr. <laughs> All the Caribbean uh, islands. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fidel Castro Gooding Jr. No, Dominican Republic. <laughs> Dominican Republic. There you go. There you go. Jamaica. Gooding Jr. Aruba Gooding Jr. Jamaica. <laughs> Ooh, I want to take, take you. Gooding Jr. <laughs> uh, when they have a when they have a family reunion, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. It's all getting oh together. Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be you awesome are. if Jr. was like a part of the family name? Like, yeah, it's not, it's not even not a denotion. <laughs> It's just the whole family name. Um, no, so no. Tess, Tess was saying mm. that Cuba Gooding Jr. has a brother named Omar. Oh, Gooding Jr. In the oh, office. No, no, not Gooding Jr. But Omar Gooding. Omar Gooding. <laughs> and we would know him from. We know we know him from uh, Baby Boy with Tyrese, where yeah. he plays Sweet Pea. Mm. Yeah, never saw also him. smart. Also smart guy. If you ever watched that show back in the day, nope, never oh, have. Oh man, with T and Tamara's little brother, Todd Howard. <laughs> Did you just say English words? Because I have no idea. <laughs> Tia and Tamara, Joe, that's racist. The, the twins? Like, what? 
Sister, like, sister. Oh, like sister, sister. Oh, yeah. sister, yeah. sister. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, T and Tamara Maori. Their little, their little brother. Forgot that's what oh, their name was. Taj Maori. That's yeah. so Raven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> so, how have you guys been? You guys doing uh, doing good? Uh, yeah, man, doing great. Uh, been uh, taking the opportunity since we're locked in here to uh, take up some new pastimes. I've been uh, starting on yoga. Jenna got me going on yoga. Already feeling better. Oh, wow. Feeling limber. Uh, she gave me a haircut. Check out the do. I don't know if you remember. Oh, that looks good. She's yeah, getting a little shaggy. Good. She even got the neck. She watched a little video on YouTube and uh, figured out how to do the neck. So feeling good, man. Feeling all primped. How about yourself? Uh, I don't feel like that. Like I wish <laughs> I, I'm trying to give myself a haircut. I was about looks to good. my own head. Yeah. It looks good. Well, you're the only one that needs one right now, Jay. Uh, I, I know, just, right? I just got mine. Let's see yours. Came over and cut your hair again. Turn up. Turn, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. You know, got, got my box all nice. Got my Look at that. He's got the fade. Damn. You know. Wow. You paying for that? His hairline is like Michael Jordan, man. Look at it that is. fade away. I saw his initials in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It, well, Joe, it. you have the type of head like and hairstyle where like you can just take a razor to it. It looks great. Yeah, or, or do the little buzz cut. I hear that buzz cut uh, is uh, all the rage again now because we're all locked indoors. <laughs> yes, the, the bald, the bald white guy. Take a razor to it, buzz it all off, man. I was, a, I was, it was going to come to that. Like if Jenna hadn't stepped up, it was going to be like I'm getting this electric razor out, putting it on the second shortest setting, and uh, hey, we're going to see what might- I got going on up here. You might have had to, man. Don't know how long we would have. We're going to be in this, so exactly. Yeah. Roll back. Planning on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's care. that's what I told her too, because she was worried about messing up. I was like, "Ain't nobody going to see it. Tess yeah, and Joe are exactly. going to see it. It's just you and mm-hmm. Tess and Joe and man. the mailman. Who maybe. cares? Who cares what they think? <laughs> exactly. So I'm here in a hoodie. Although this is usually what I what I do. But yeah, no. What we we're saying about uh, Cuba Junior. Other than his brother, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Was, he was saying something about him uh, recently getting into like. A sexual assault case. Or oh, something that's like that. right. I'd heard about that. It was like uh, he was in some club and um, was like trying to like feel. Maybe got a little too drunk and uh, was feeling I, up some chick. I think that's what. Yeah, I, but there's I, video I of it. Know, yeah, I don't even know the. De- I don't know the details of uh, of the situation. I just know that he was he was in that. But there was that one video of him like screaming, "Somebody suck that baby's dick!" And it's like, <laughs> okay. it's like yeah, Gooden Junior's clearly been. Clearly things aren't well. Yeah, clearly things aren't going Sorry great about that, guys. right now. <laughs> no worries. Tess was just uh, filling me in on the uh, the Cuba Gooding Jr. video where he's telling somebody to suck that baby's dick. Oh somebody God. better suck that baby's dick. Jesus. <laughs> you never seen that video? No. Oh, my God. Well, check I out our uh, Facebook that. page where you can see the <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. video. That Tess is missing. I don't. I don't look at pedophilia like you do. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna send that video to you, man. That's where, dude. Dude, no, hey, he's, oh. he's in the he's in the club. He's in the club apparently, and like that's why that's the first video that people are like, yeah. Apparently, things aren't going great for Cuba Good Junior right now. <laughs> up, up in that club a little too much, maybe. Yeah, man. Going the way of Cuba Gooding Senior. Someone with a storied <laughs> career like Cuba Gooding Junior. He with does all the things he's been in. I mean, Kangaroo there's... Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Snow Dog. Snow Dog. Hey, That's a good one. <laughs> he's got some stinkers, admittedly, but uh, he's also a fine actor. Came right out of the gate. Hey, you don't win an Oscar for nothing, Joe. Right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you do. 
Especially when it's like your first thing or like your second thing where people don't yeah. really know. Like you don't have any range. Yeah. This is pretty much where you live. <laughs> the Marissa Tomei effect, we call that. Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, so you guys see anything else this week? Oh, any, yeah. Anything new? I did. I've been talking for a while. Tess, you see anything? We'll come back to uh, what, what did I recently just see today? Uh... All right, well, we'll test things about that. Yeah, I saw... I, uh, yeah, I, was like, I just thought something, but I was like, I'll think about that. Yeah, I saw... Sorry, I didn't mean to throw it to you. I just thought maybe maybe yeah. you'd have some. But think about it while... Because I, I saw plenty of things. I saw a lot of things. I saw uh, the... Some so text. What what did you see? <laughs> I mean, I I, I resolved parasite. That's why I'm like I'm trying. I, I saw something else. Though. You resolved what? Parasite. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, I rewatched that. Again. I haven't even yeah, seen yeah. it once. It's that good. Really? Huh? I wouldn't say that. I mean, I just <laughs> I just rewatched because like my roommates hadn't seen it enough. Oh, I, I see. Like, yeah. Okay. I guess you got to watch this because it won an Oscar. I guess. Though. See, yeah. is it one of those? I hate those. Well, it's one of those it's one of those movies that you're gonna watch and at the end of it you're gonna be like, All right, like Yeah. Joe, I, did you feel that way? You saw it. Uh I liked it. I didn't have any desire to see it again. It wasn't exactly. one of those movies where I was like, ah, I gotta see that again. No, I was like, that's that was really good. Like, I don't know. I, I saw I saw better this bad like yeah. Ready or Not I will watch Ready oh, or Not five times in a row that is fun that's a really fun movie guys if you haven't seen that that was a nice little uh, sneaker surprise from last oh, yeah. uh, August or so late summer kind of mm-hmm. snuck yeah. in under the radar but uh, really fun if you like Cabin in the Woods you like kind of those mindfuck slash horror films uh, yeah. that kind of turns uh a snake eating its own tail. Check out, uh, check out that movie. Wow, look um, at you with the metaphors. But what did you see? What I did see was uh, Jen had seen on Facebook. We're uh, getting out of bed Saturday morning. She's like, "Oh, somebody's posted um, some theater in uh, UK." Well, they're doing it to like the help the actors fund right during this time where everything is shut down. All these movies and TV shows are being delayed. I know, dude. I'm so into Fargo, and Fargo season four has three weeks left of shooting to do, and they had to shut down. They're so close. Uh, so yeah. the whole thing's being delayed as are uh, a lot of movies. And so to help the uh, actors, they were doing a, uh, a screen. I guess it was a screening of a Phantom of the Opera, but like on stage, like in the auditorium for like the 25th anniversary. And it was a whole new cast, much better than the original cast. This isn't some Sarah Bright, Michael Crawford bullshit. Like this was an updated. Yeah, yeah, I said it. I said it. Wow. Whoa. Updated. and uh, It's probably like the best. I've seen it on stage a few times, but this was like the best representation. Great audience. And then, you know, fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber comes out at the end. But Jenna had never seen it. And uh, she was like, oh, I've been interested in this, and it's on, you know, we could support the actors, and we could watch it right now in bed on a Saturday morning. So we did, and uh, she loved mm-hmm. it. I rekindled my love for it, because I've seen it quite a few times. Had a love affair with it back in high school, and uh, yeah, man, songs are still good. Songs hold up, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's a nice way to, to support. Unfortunately, it's been taken down. There was only like a, it was a 48-hour thing they were doing. Oh, I'm uh, sure so, that I couldn't uh, find it online. Which <laughs> you probably could. Yes, but, uh, you know, pay for it. Support the people uh, who are involved. Because, Don't uh, cry for me, Argentina. Nope, wrong, wrong one. Wrong music. Oh wrong oh, Andrew Lloyd <laughs> I met a girl named Maria. <laughs> but I did see some movies, but uh, I'll let you guys talk for a while. Again, tell me, tell me about the movies. Yeah, me, I don't care about the theater. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go quickly <laughs> through this one. You throw a rock on Facebook and you see theater people doing stuff. Holy shit, I know. I won't spend too much time on this one because, Joe, you talked about it last week. But Onward, finally got around to seeing Onward. And, uh, oh, yeah, not special, not special. But uh, <laughs> stick around for the third act because, uh, as Joe alluded to last week, yeah, you might, might get a little dusty in the room. Room yeah. where you are and uh, sure. certainly pulled out some emotion to me and I like the, the message ultimately I like how they tied it all up unfortunately you kind of have to sit through 
an hour of uh, mediocre Pixar. Like yeah. this was like DreamWorks yeah. quality Pixar, and especially you know this day and age where Disney's got their own. You know they got Frozen going on and Wreck It Ralph. These guys got to be bringing their A game, and uh, this wasn't necessarily their A game. Uh, it wasn't bad. It just didn't seem as focused as they are when they do like their no. really good stuff. Not as clever, not as magical feeling, and just not as sharp as script. Kind of sloppy, uh, yeah. and, and took a while to get going. Some characters don't need to be there, but some really nice scenes. Didn't it seem to you like the Chris Pratt character should have been voiced by Jack Black? Yeah, but... Uh, like, the, the whole time, it felt like I was looking at Jack Black with Chris Pratt's voice. Exactly. He's even kind of wearing the cutoff shirt with the uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the jean shorts, right? Uh, yeah, they definitely kind of modeled it after him, but uh, I thought he did a, a great job. I thought I think they both did. Yeah, the whole cast does a great cast job. Cast is really strong. Mm-hmm. It's just the story. Nice. There, that reminds me of what I saw. There we I go. Saw. I saw Trolls 2. Oh, Trolls, shit. Trolls did you pay for this? World Tour. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, that's right, because it's free <laughs> on uh, Disney. Well, no, no. Wait, no, you... it was. Um, I saw it on the Fire Stick, actually. That's oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's how I got it. I know oh, how you do it. How oh, was it? Man, that movie, oh, it was great. It was amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I like the first one. I know you're going to laugh at that. But no? The first, one was, the first one was great. The music was amazing. And then the second one, the music was even better because... I got they, sunshine on my pockets and that thing... That oh, Joe's seen it. Yeah. Joe knows the songs, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet I bet Joe does. So, like, I I'm can feel my face when I'm with you. <laughs> they they use that, that song? Exactly like yeah. Who, me? Have, I've never seen oh, it. Man. Oh, man. You you got to watch that one. You're in for a treat, Joe. Movie, yeah, you're in for a treat. Because, like, because the story the story with this one is that there's like there's like um, five different nations mm-hmm. that all make up. They all have a string for different um, uh, genres of music. Yep. And back in the old days, they were all together. And uh, when, when they was all together, the music was in harmony. But one of the people, they tried to steal the pop. Um, the pop uh, father, he tried to steal Papa all Smurf. of the different strings. Pop Patrol. Yeah, and take care and take all the music. So they ended up just having to where the different nations kept the music. So there's this new there's this new girl for rock who mm. she's coming up and she's the new queen and she's trying to take all the different uh strings so she can control all the different uh nations. He's, he's still talking music. about it, Joe. It's okay. Go back to sleep. We, he's still talking. I'll wake you up. We've also got a website, right, Joe? <laughs> That's right. It's uh, not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. It's editingbay.com. Go there. Bookmark it's Trolls World Tour. Trolls World Tour where you can watch Pirated straight to your uh, you Amazon Fire Stick. Joe, Joe, you asshole, you need to watch this movie because I know you actually like Joe, have you I seen the first one? Like Surely I, you've no, seen I haven't seen, I haven't really? seen either of them. Interesting. No, I haven't seen them. Watch so, both of them. Well, I gotta admit, maybe I'll, I'll put Harper down in front of the TV. Maybe we'll there try you go. to watch it. Yeah, I got to admit, I, Timberlake's in it? I hosted uh, Christmas this year and had the niece and nephew over, and uh, they were showing the first one on TV, like on Christmas Day or something, had it on. I'm like, hey, man, I get it. Like They're using contemporary pop songs. They're doing a cover. Fucking Anna Kendrick. This is one of the trolls, yeah, right? She's awesome. If you like Anna yeah. Kendrick, this is Anna Kendrick yeah, as a Anna troll. Anna Kendrick Skywalker. Yeah, yeah she, was, oh, right. she was great. She's a uh, Queen Poppy, and also oh, yeah, well. Anderson Pax in this one, uh, in the new one as well. I like, don't know who that is. Lot of great, I don't even know who that is. They've got a lot of great musical acts. Does he play basketball? He, <laughs> <laughs> wow. The uh, oh opinions God, of Joe Cucinati do not reflect the opinions <laughs> of the editing man. Hate you so much, there's a wait. Wait, wait uh, who is he? I honestly don't know who he is either. Test. He's a he's a he's a musician. He's a okay. he's a new like he's a rapper. But what does he like sing? Singer, though. Um, uh, that you guys would know. <laughs> wow, that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, oh. I don't know. Uh, 
But he has great. He's a great musician, though. <laughs> Clearly, yes. I love all of those songs you just listened. It's nothing that you guys. Wow. I don't know whether to be offended or uh, vindicated that I don't know slightly, who he is. You should be slightly offended. Right. <laughs> a, little, a little from column A, a little from column B. No. Well, yeah. God. well, I did see one more movie. Joe, did you see anything before I? Yeah. What did you I watch, saw. Well, I recommended a movie to you guys. That Eric Andre film, Bad Trip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, Usually I'm not a fan of those like the jackass. Um, like the jackass. Well, it's not even jackass because the jackass movie is just them doing stunts. But there's that other one that uh, Johnny Knoxville did about him working at like a, an amusement park. Oh. And it's one of those things where it's like they tie the stunts and like the, the, uh, the hidden camera gags. Yeah. They tie it into the story. And usually I'm not a fan of that at all. But it it works for this movie. This movie is hilarious. And I think yeah. a lot of it has to do with Eric Andre, uh, the, just the cast of the movie. Uh, the, the professional actors, rather, really kind of tie it together. It's it's a fun one. Nice. Um, yeah, but what what else did you see? Uh, I did see one more movie that uh, you both might be excited about, seeing as how this director has gotten a lot of play on the Editing Bay podcast so far this year. I'm talking about uh, Guy Ritchie and uh, his mm-hmm. latest release, uh, The Gentleman, starring the Gentleman. Uh, Matthew McConaughey oh. and Charlie Hunnam and uh, Hugh, who's, who's the Brit's name from Love Actually? Oh, um... Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant mm. is in this as well. and uh, The one Brit from Love Actually. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that the one, guy. Uh, one guy who speaks funny. No, the Prime Minister from uh, Love Actually. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Uh, and, uh, man, if you like Guy Ritchie, and it sounds like we do, listen to our Snatch episode from back in January, uh, mm-hmm. this may be my favorite movie of his, and maybe that's just like the Get new... Out of town. It's really strong. It's all... The, he's kind of like learned about filmmaking in the last couple of decades. All, I thought that maybe there would have been a problem with it because they released it in February. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, like January, February. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's only got like a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't know, man. I really dug it. I like his his style of storytelling. The more... We, we've been going through uh, all of the Guy Ritchie movies now. In fact, Jenna's in the other room watching that Sherlock Holmes uh, the oh, first one with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. Nice. And the only one I think I haven't seen now is Rock and Roller. Uh, and so we had to finish this one. We, uh, you we... watched Swept Away. Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not a fucking like completionist. I'm not like one of these Scorsese <laughs> completionists where... You said the words. You have We've to see Bringing Out the Dead if you're a real Scorsese fan, man. You oh, can't. Yeah. You got to be a completionist. It's actually not bad. That's, an, that's actually No, that is an awful movie. Do not see that movie with uh, what, Nicholas Cage. No, not strong it's at okay. all. It's a it's reason people... Right. Nobody knows it. Uh, it's okay. But uh, so, yeah, I will not be <laughs> okay. seeing that ever. Uh, so I don't consider it canon. But uh, the gentleman... <laughs> Fits right in there with Snatch and Lockstock and um, Aladdin. Let's <laughs> know Aladdin episode from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that was that was an outlier too, but I will see that one. Uh, but man, just yeah. love the story he's telling and how he's telling it, and just uh, still manages to uh, not get stale. Even though if you've seen one Guy Ritchie movie, you've seen them all, right? It's got a huge ensemble cast. There's a lot of different uh, uh, groups and characters to keep track of. A lot of different storylines. Some some slight murder and mayhem. Um, but if you like that kind of stuff and you like uh, Matthew McConaughey, he's very strong in this, man. I cannot recommend I enough uh, The Gentleman. The Gentleman. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's dive into it from one high-quality film to uh, <laughs> to another. This is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. My name's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes a good movie, sometimes bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week we'll watch a movie and then come back here talk about it with each other. With you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, we invite to take part in the discussion. Go to Facebook.com slash Editing Bay or just go to Facebook.com in the search bar. 
put in the editing bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's our home on the interwebs, and that's where you can talk back to us. Let us know what you think about the uh, the movie of the week, or uh, if you've got a movie for us to watch in the future, put your suggestions there, and uh, and we'll add it to the list. Now, we changed up the script a little bit. Look, at she's got the movie on in the background. <laughs> we changed up the script a little bit. Um, I know Tess wanted to watch uh, Big Time Rush. <laughs> adolescence, man. Big adolescence. Time, ad- big time adolescence. Uh, but then we uh, we lost actor Brian Dennehy. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Brian Dennehennessy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we uh, we decided to do a, a tribute to him. And it, it's funny if you could see like what we do in the background. Like <laughs> you see our, our chats back and forth to each other. Like we're talking about like, oh man, Brian Dennehy. And like because originally we were going to do the big time adolescence movie. And uh, and so we we lost Brian Dennehy, mm-hmm. and so we're trying to figure out like, well, what movie are we gonna, we gonna do? And so Tess he throws out Tommy Boy, like, why don't we do Tommy Boy? Mm-hmm. And then there's Joel, who's like, you know, the the stuck up movie fan, who's like, what about? <laughs> the- no, I don't mean that. That's just he did suggest the uh, the Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet, where he plays, I believe, Romeo's father. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a uh, Father Montague, right? Father Montague. Uh, yeah. Is that uh, is that a stuck up choice? Why? Because then, it's fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. defending it. I just, well. I mean, it's it's, it's horrible. But it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's great for this podcast. I actually do like the uh, the Romeo and Juliet movie, but yeah. me being who I am, uh, I love me some some '90s and '80s schlock. So I made a case for a movie that came out in 1992 called oh. Gladiator. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, great, the Russell Crowe, uh, Ridley Scott film, right? Haven't seen this one since it came out. be nice revisiting this one. Morgan Freeman in that one, I, like, I believe. I was like, oh, yeah. No, not that Gladiator. I'm talking about a different one. I, like, I don't remember Brian Denny being in that one. And so, Tess, it was up to Tess to make the choice, and he made the choice based on which movie came out on his birthday. Yes, I do. Of course. <laughs> when I saw that in 1992, I, I knew. Oh man, I'm trying to watch every single movie from that year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, we went with 1992's Gladiator, directed by Rowdy Harrington, who also directed Roadhouse, what? King oh. Distance, and A Murder of Crows, also featuring Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the budget for this movie was twenty million dollars, and uh, guess what it brought in on the box office test? Do you have a guess? It was made for twenty million. It was made for twenty million mm-hmm. in box office. Hmm, I'm going to say 50 million? <laughs> wow. Test this movie brought in $9.2 million. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I never get this right. <laughs> so you went over. I did. I, I overshot that by just a little. $1. <laughs> so, uh. Other movies that came out in 1992, oh, yeah. the other the other oh, yeah. that movie had uh, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Aladdin, Unforgiven, Batman Returns, Bram Stoker's Dracula, A League of Their Own, Last of the Mohicans, Glenn mm. Gary, Glenn Ross, uh, Basic mm. Instinct. That was a, a famous one then. A Few Good Men, Malcolm X, The yeah. Crying Game, Scent of a Woman, Home Alone 2. Uh, <laughs> I'm also going to mention Lethal Weapon 3, which oh. was also written by the same writer of this movie. Oh, big year. Uh, oh. White Men Can't Jump, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Mighty Ducks, My Cousin Vinny, Under Siege, Single White Female, uh, Patriot Games, Muppet Christmas Carol, Far and Away, Army of Darkness, 
and Three Ninjas. Oh my god, a lot of great films and that year. Three with, Ninjas. Except <laughs> for Three Ninjas. <laughs> oh, three ninjas. I like that. So I talked about how uh, this is written by the same person who wrote Lethal Weapon 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also written by the same guy who scripted Taken and The Fifth Element. Wow, you would oh, not wow. know any of those things having watched it. <laughs> they were all kind of cutting their teeth on this uh, piece of shit. Are you are you saying that this movie is a little rough around the edges? Too? Well, there's, there's a reason it's a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's not because it's underappreciated gem. It's, no, you know what? I'm, I'm talking a lot of shit up front, but honestly, it's not bad. Like it, I expected it to be worse than it is. Here's, here's the way I would describe it if I had to give it one word. Harmless. It's <laughs> yes. Empty but calories. It's harmless in a very ignorant way. <laughs> like, it's trying really hard to be like Green Book, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, because you've got this whole – the whole story is about this white kid who had to move to like the, the hard streets of Chicago. Uh, <laughs> and like he starts getting in, involved in the boxing world, not to get too far ahead of things, but he gets into boxing and like makes, friend with Cuba, makes friends with Cuba Gooding Jr. And like there's this one scene where he meets Cuba Gooding Jr.'s girlfriend and their kid and he's mm-hmm. holding their kid and they're playing – the background music is this gospel version of U2's One. Yes, I noticed and that. It's, oh, wow. it's so heavy-handed. Uh, Tess, you know what the song One's about, right? No. It's <laughs> it's U2's tribute to Malcolm uh, or to Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Oh, no. And so it's, it comes across so insincere and heavy-handed. <laughs> it is a little uh, tone-deaf, isn't it? Yes. Agreed. Yeah. So I saw this movie. No, no surprise. I saw this movie when I was a kid. <laughs> but uh, – I'm curious about you guys who I know have not seen this movie before. Let's dive into it. Let's talk about this. Uh, I, I think you're right there. Harmless is uh, a an appropriate adjective. It it doesn't really do anything wrong, <laughs> but it doesn't uh, elicit uh, any of the emotions you hope for. It kind of feels uh, a little bit like one part The Outsiders, uh, one, uh-huh. one part Eight Mile. Um, yeah. it, it's it's all over the map, but it's and then also it's like one part Fight Club. Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, you you see all the beats coming. Like, there's really no surprises. You can tell how this movie's gonna. Jenna was falling asleep halfway through it, and she was like, uh, <laughs> "Tell me how it ends." And I was like, "You already know how this movie's <laughs> going to end." Although I will admit, uh, maybe maybe one more surprise there at the end that I was not expecting. And uh, well, I, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, it, it, that's a good point. You do know how this movie's gonna end because everything Ozzy yeah. Davis says in this movie <laughs> she is. is- foreshadowing to what's going to happen at the end of the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. He tells the story about a guy who had to fight with one arm. He tells <laughs> yep. the story about how every man's got a weakness. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, Yoda. <laughs> we yeah, have the thank, Yoda here. Thank you, Sensei. And so that's where I guess I kind of disagree with you where you said that this movie doesn't really do anything wrong. I think it does. And I think it's mm. the scripting of this film. It's really bad. And it's like within the first scene when, when our main character, Tommy, the very uh, – very charismatic Tommy. <laughs> yes, he is. He just, he just this, jumps off the screen, doesn't he? This dude is a piece of particle board with legs because he just cannot emote. There's a way he to cannot elicit any kind of emotions from anybody. There's a way to do brooding, you know, and have it be, uh, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal from Donnie Darko, and then there's Hayden Christensen from the prequels. Yeah, you you remember the movie A Few Good Men, right? Oh, I, I've heard of it. 
He's well. He's one of the uh, he's one of the Marines that's on trial for killing Willie Santiago. Oh, is he? He's wow. He's yeah. been around that long, huh? When the one Marine is like, "No, we should be fighting for guys like Willie," and that's he's the him? other one. It's like, "What are you doing? What? Why? Why are you turning yourself in?" Like oh. he's the he was the ignorant one. Um, <laughs> he looks like it. <laughs> I would have cast him as the ignorant one as well, just based on his appearance. Uh, but th- just to get back to an example of the writing, like he just shows up in, in school one day and just like goes into a classroom and like the teacher comes in, the the, the, the spiky the spiky black woman from yeah. the Super Mario movie. Uh, <laughs> she comes in yeah, that's her. She starts teaching like the students about Mark Twain mm-hmm. and is like asking questions like anybody know what his name means? It's a pseudonym. Does anybody know what his name means? And he answers it and she looks at him and goes, and who are you? And his answer is, it's on your desk, ma'am. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It's a little rude. A couple of things. Does a teacher seriously not know when a new student is joining her class? <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I feel like they kind of at least will check with the teacher and be like, hey, do you have enough desks? Like, we're going to add somebody <laughs> to your right. class. Yeah. We've got do Dolph Lundgren Jr. here who's about to join your <laughs> fucking uh, academics. He looks yeah. just like Dolph like, he, cl- he clearly stands out amongst, every- <laughs> amongst everyone else. But, but also, how hard is it for him to be like, oh, yeah, my name's Tommy Riley. Yeah, why is it got to be all it, cryptic? It's on your well, desk. Well I, well, I mean, I mean, to his defense, he did just go through some bullshit right before. The, <laughs> even not from her. He, could, he couldn't find a seat to where he's like, man, everybody, everybody here is just an asshole, yeah. I guess. He came out so swinging, like, though. <laughs> he did he just, <laughs> but it's funny because he did just show up there. That's like the transitioning of this movie mm-hmm. was pretty terrible at different times. Oh, like, yes. We end up in scenes that I'd be like, wait, why are we here? Like, how what? did we get here? <laughs> how did we get here? This dude walked and like, it's right after that scene, like the bell rings or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's funny in movies that classes only last like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it just got there. The, oh, the scene's Great. over. It's time to go. <laughs> yep. Smoke break so, like, time. They transition to him outside, and he's, I guess, supposed to be on the playground of this school. Yeah, and it looks like this, like a, a factory, and there's kids smoking and shit. It's like, <laughs> Chicago what in the nineties. What high? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I think so. he's, he's just chain smoking on the playground all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's, new guy. he's what, like seventeen, eighteen years? Yeah, old? he must be. What high school kid is going to diners and like, I'm good with just coffee, thanks. <laughs> just write this movie about like a, a 30-year-old. Yeah, it doesn't it's need to be in high school. school. That's a good no, point. Because, no, because they had to talk about his dad that we barely saw in this movie at all. Oh, that yeah, was John Hurd. Because he was, fighting. He was too busy. He was too busy filming Home Alone 2 when yeah. they made it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. 1992, also released it, right? Yeah. John Hurd, rest in peace. I mean, but I did appreciate that. That's I right. He's no longer with us. Yeah, he just passed oh, away really? uh, a couple years ago. Let me find him here. Double tribute. There we go. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Double that? tribute all the way across <laughs> the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <Double> intense. <laughs> Man, I miss auto-tune the news. You remember the good old days? Auto-tune yes. the news. Bad lip reading uh, is the new auto-tune the news. There, I said it. So yeah, John Hurd, whose his sole purpose in this movie is to give us backstory that mm-hmm. we could have maybe been a little bit more skillful with using to develop the Tommy character. Like yeah. he says in one sentence, he's like, "I know things have been hard since your mother died of cancer, oh, and I geez. started drinking again." <laughs> <laughs> wow! Let's process Whoa. that one by one. <laughs> Whoa! 
Jesus. <laughs> Thanks that, for that all why, that. Is that why Tommy looks like that all the time? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Be a morose motherfucker too. Oh my god! And so, like that whole that whole scene though, setting up his dad was terrible because he's coming home yeah. and those guys are like, "Hey, you are you uh are you Tommy uh are you Tommy? Is your are dad? You John? Are you Big John's kid? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, can we come inside? Shows him the gun. <laughs> all right. I guess so. <laughs> like, yeah. So he walks them all the way upstairs and then wants to ask them what's what's this about? And that guy's like, all right. Well, shit. Let me let me right across your TV and fucking permanent <laughs> mark right and shit. That's and a, dad, a real dick move. Dad never noticed it. At all. <laughs> all Wakes you the did. Fucking kid up and is like, "What's up? What's up, Tommy? How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great." I'm he like, is the worst. Do you not know? Do you not know what the hell is going on? It's like, Dad, look at the TV. There's, there's fucking Sharpie all across. <laughs> That's the rent. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty that is pretty uh yeah he basically ruins his life in every way and then like it turns out later he's he's racked up like fifteen thousand dollars worth is it fifteen thousand dollars worth of uh yes, gambling yeah, debt that brian dennehy uh pays off and now he owns his son basically mm-hmm. indentured servitude he's got a box for him he's got to fight for him i'm like it's like damn tommy your dad is so ain't shit like god <laughs> it's what you find thing, out about him. the weird thing about this movie is that you could replace every reference to boxing and fighting, you could replace with fucking, <laughs> and it would still make sense. Oh, yeah? Explain. <laughs> yeah, like, give me a couple examples. Well, no, like this movie, is kind of, it's kind of like Sucker Punch, but with dudes. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> it's no. Like, you could you could take everything in this like instead of like you have to fight for me now I bought your debts mm. like instead it's like you have to work <laughs> the streets for me now Tom like Brian Dennehy, he's a pimp that's right a pimp he, he is, is. He's whole, a pimp. you're the boy I've been looking for Tommy okay. oh god he <laughs> does say that doesn't he <laughs> yeah he does all that he says it like three times but here's <laughs> here's another question about Brian Dennehy's character mm-hmm. so like does he because I understand like um. Uh, uh, what's his Don, Don King? Like he manages oh, yeah. a fighter, he yeah. manages a fighter, and then they fight another fighter who's managed by somebody else, sure. and he gets a payday if his fighter wins. Now, I have seen a few matches where Don King is the the, the promoter for both, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. what? But like, so is Brian is Brian Dennehy like he just owns every like is he is he rather than being don king is he vince mcmahon i was just about to say that he is vince mcmahon he owns yeah. it all <laughs> he owns the whole league before he did well it's like no what fighters didn't he own right he and, owned all of them. and you know what you're absolutely right he is vince mcmahon because he then gets in the ring himself at the very end <laughs> joe i gotta admit when one of the reasons i didn't want to do this movie other than that it's super confusing <laughs> that the more popular gladiator came out in 2000 <laughs> and people probably recognize that movie it's but also because i was like the this oscar award-winning gladiator yes yeah, so just a little little ditty you may have heard of um but at least uh, scott's gladiator i didn't think it would be a uh, a good um representation of brian denny i was like oh come on you know, tommy boy he's lovable i know he's got a short role there and romeo and juliet is emotes gets to do shakespeare he's uh, the villain in first blood th- that's true also a, a great villain there but you know people people may know that movie more than this one but uh <laughs> yeah when he fucking jumps in the ring at the end spoiler alert by the way jumping to the end but uh i was like okay i get it i totally get why 
you wanted to do this film uh, to yes. honor Brian Dennehy because, yeah, he's acting his ass off, and then he fucking kicks this dude's ass for <laughs> not, most of the fight. Three different guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's the sheriff. Three different guys in this movie. The first big guy that he beat is like, what? <laughs> what the Yes. The heavyweight fighter who got whooped by him and also Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, and he just I'm steps like, oh, on his oh, foot, yeah. and all of a sudden he can take him down. But then he yeah. backhands Cuba Gooding Jr. so hard he flies out, out of the <laughs> ring from in the corner. I was like, good God. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that's physiologically possible. That defies physics. It's like that's the reaction when like Thanos gets Captain America. <laughs> yes, exactly. All of a sudden he's a superhero. <laughs> At the end he's like muttering in that fight against Tommy. He's like muttering like Popeye. He's like, "Where you going? What are you gonna do? What's happening? You know? Come on! It's so great. He's fucking he chewing it up. Down. He fucking yeah. pants. He pants. Tommy, uh, whatever his oh, name yeah. is, Tommy Riley. Tommy Riley. Yeah. yeah. He's Irish. In case you so didn't know. did you? Did you guys have any doubt that the Cuban guy was going to die? <laughs> no. Oh, the, no listen, I was waiting for it. Any of these <laughs> movies where you, you guys, you're doing something dangerous, right? doesn't matter what it is. could be a war movie. could be a you know, boxing movie. Where there's the one guy who's way too happy to be there. And, yes. Oh, yeah. And is good at what he does, but not quite as good as the rest of the, as the main characters. You know, it's like, okay, well, when it gets time to show the stakes, he's the sacrificial lamb that we're going to fucking roll out to die, to get beat up. And uh, put on a ventilator. Any character who enters the scene with a boombox jamming out to Rico Suave. <laughs> and that, that rat tail that he had on the back of his yeah. head, that fucking half mullet. Dude, Black oh, Death had a tail, too. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah. Black Death did. Black Death is a boxer, we should mention. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what a cool, what out a cool of boxing name as well. Yeah. So, so, like, five or six times during the course of this movie, I forget that these are all high school kids. Same. Yeah. Same. Uh, these aren't grown-ass men. <laughs> yeah, they, they have rights as adults that you shouldn't have as a 17-year-old. Right. <laughs> and, and, like, the way that everybody, like, dresses and acts, I feel like this script was originally penned to be, like, like Cinderella Man. Like, it was supposed to take place in the 20s. And mm-hmm. somebody had to, like, re-up this script and make it high school kids. I can see that. But there's, like... There's something about like how everybody's running the numbers, and there's Frank uh, or uh, Robert Loja, and he's you know talking, to, "Hey kids, I'm your Pappy Jack," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> Who talks like this? It's 1992." <laughs> yes. It made it made no sense at all. Because also there's that one point where Tommy gets ran up on by those guys, like, "Hey, uh, Mr. Holt, Mr. Holt wants to see you," or what's it, whatever. Um, yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah. Horn. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Horn yeah. wants to see you. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And, but he ends up going in the car anyway. And I'm like, did this guy just get kidnapped? Like, what's going <laughs> yep. on here? Kidnapping Why? Uh, high schoolers. And Don's just looking at him go. I'm like, would you get somebody? I was like, who are these gentlemen that just pulled up? <laughs> yeah, her character. Um, we haven't talked about Don, played by uh, what's, what's Carabono. Carabono, oh, yeah. who uh, if you're a Stranger Things fan, you'll know is uh, Mrs. Wheeler. Right? Wheeler, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Mad Men. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's a Mad Men. Also right. from Mad Men mm-hmm. and uh, looking cute Dr. here Fate. in 1992 as a brunette, uh, but uh, ineffectual. Not really a lot for her to do. Character probably doesn't pass the Bechtel test, as Joe likes to say. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> sure contributing hasn't. a lot, but uh, she does have sex with our hero, so she serves her purpose. Oh, and then yeah. she's there at the she, end. Marion she shows style. up for no reason and like kisses him in front of Ramon. 
And yeah. I'm like, why yeah. did she just kiss him? There was nothing in their previous exchange that was like, oh, they're romantically linked now. She well, said something like, like she, I owe you from last night or whatever. Yeah, because when, yeah. when, when they walked home and everything, they were going to kiss right there, but her dad came out. Fucking cock, cock blocks him. Right <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Yeah, cock that's right. There. And she's like, like oh, man, is- get, down to the, get down to the diner. Your mom's waiting. <laughs> the diner. <laughs> Dude. You're right. It, it is 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> and Tommy, man, that kid, he is a crappy. What a crappy dishwasher this guy is. I know. He's like, on the job for five minutes. He already drops one on the floor. Breaking. Here's the thing. Even before he breaks the dishes, I'm watching how he's washing those things. I'm like, that's horrible. That's man. not clean. I'm not eating off of that. Nope. All right, you're just gonna splash it in this one and dip it in that one. In a, like, what, the yeah. what the hell? I didn't see soap in either one of those. No, not at all. Like, get a brush. Yes, do you have a brush. Is it that yeah. we're just uh, hyper aware of that now in this post-COVID world that we we see somebody washing yeah. a plate half-assed? I'm like, nope. <laughs> that, Put that back that in. That might be true. That may be true. Uh, but no, that's in the diner. That's where he meets the Robert Loja character, Pappy Jack, who's Pappy like Jack. always on his phone. This asshole is screaming into his phone, broadcasting his business. But then he sits down in the booth with Tommy and, and like John comes over. She's like, can I get you something? And he's like, how about some privacy? <laughs> I, know, right? I always hate people listening in on my business. <laughs> <laughs> but all that said, like Robert Loja does a great job in this. Movie. Of course, yeah, because yeah, he's fucking yeah. Robert Loja. He's great in everything. Uh, I would mention that that is a corded phone that he's talking on in the uh, the <laughs> booth in the diner. So he's had his own line installed. He's there that frequently, apparently, able to take uh, business calls in the middle of this diner. But yeah, man, acting his ass off. You might know him from uh, what Independence Day, right? He was the from general. Big. He was in Big. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. boss in Big, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Always great. Great here. And uh, just, I'd take the opportunity now to say across the board, pretty good cast with the exception of the, the titular role. Yeah. And that's that's a, a weird thing for me. Like, And that seems to be indicative of the 90s that like you could have movies where like your main actor, your, your lead is the weakest part of your movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm trying to think of other actors in the 90s. And I'm like, there really wasn't somebody else that they could have gotten for this flick. Yeah, I don't know what the problem yeah. is. If you can afford... All these other people, well, I say that, but he, he had to yeah. be able to do all the physical stuff, too. And maybe somebody took a shot on him, like, hey, this is going to be the next Heath Ledger, you know? Yeah. Where was Kevin Bacon? We didn't, was he, he, he was doing A Few Good Men. <laughs> no, that's right. Also 1992. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So there, there you go. But you're I think the rest. You're all busy that year. That's I think Kevin Bacon was like 40. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also maybe a little oh, bit, yeah. you know, hey, youthful looking as ever. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, that's I, true. I think the rest of the cast, though, uh, more than makes up for um, his <sighs> lack of star appeal. No, well, yeah, I mean, you've got Ozzy Davis, who's playing one of those like the typical like uh, wise man, like the, mm-hmm. the the journey of the hero, the wise man. Yep. Like he's playing that role, and he's doing like it's a little schmaltzy, but it still works. Nobody does that better than him, you know. Yeah. That kind of role. Yeah. He's really good, um, and the only time his performance suffers is because of the material he's being forced yeah, to say. Agreed. Uh, but but yeah, like the cast across the board is doing a good job. I even like you know usually I tease Cuba Gooding Jr. and I think he's doing a good job. Oh yeah, but but like Brian Dennehy eating this role yep. up. Oh yeah, agreed. Yeah, so a movie about boxing that shows if you think about it, very little boxing. Oh you oh you think so. Oh, interesting! Yeah, because one of my one of my boxing. one of my few notes is hope you like to watch boxing because there's a lot of it in this movie. I don't know. No, I, I think there wasn't, there wasn't good boxing in this movie for me. No, I disagree. I, well, 
majority of it was not good, but there's a few yeah. choreographed Cuba Gooding Jr. fights. A, a couple of those are really well done. Like they're tight. Uh, and and he does a great job with it. Yeah. There's the montage sequence when they're fighting. Oh yeah, gotta oh, have a training yeah. montage. But oh, yeah. not just that. But I'm talking about like Cuba Gooding. Like in that, it's the there's two montages in the film. Mm. One of them though is them fighting and like moving up the ranks and stuff. And they oh, cut yeah. to Cuba Gooding Jr. fighting a few times. It's when he does his backflip. Yeah. They cut to him fighting a few times, and it's clean. Like it looks <laughs> yeah. really, like even yeah. by today's standards, like Ryan Coogler filmed that. Like that's wow. It's really good. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't just a uh, – and a lot of the Rocky movies are kind of guilty of just like, eh, just put a camera on the outside and kind of got a little lazy with the uh, – got a little – maybe caught up with the story and, and lost the uh, the craftsmanship of filming uh-huh. it because as somebody who's not really a fan of watching two people beat each other up, uh, much less for money or for sport, like I appreciate when it's done – like you said, when they're trying to tell a story, when there's a beginning, middle, and end, and uh, yeah, it, it has its fight, own little climax. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's way more. <laughs> and it's actually believable because I mean, Tommy, Tommy was terrible. On a, the Tommy fight looked awful. <laughs> his choreography was his feet. Like a bunch of the different cuts that I would see with, from Tommy from his montage, it, it was completely different from Cuba Gooding's. Yeah, because I see what you mean on Cuba's. They were okay, but like his later fights, because when he actually had to fight Tommy later on, like that looked nastier than his earlier oh, like, yes. fights and things did. Like by that time, it was kind of like, did you guys just run out of good fighting choreography? <laughs> well, they ran out of good fighting choreography. They ran out of good like plot development because <laughs> this. Well, I mean, this whole film culminates into Tommy fighting uh, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we really didn't develop didn't develop the relationship between them cleanly enough for us to finally get to this this conflict at the end mm-hmm. and for it to pay off for us to really like feel for oh he's sacrificing himself so he won't hurt his friend like they give us all that in the last like 15 minutes you're right oh, it yeah. did feel a little tacked on and was a, a secondary story to the main one that was going on between uh tommy and and, and uh uh, Brian Dennehy, you're right. But, that, that's, but that's the thing, though. He had to fight like three. It's like he basically had to go through a video game and yeah, fight like mini three boss. different fighters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, to get to the to get to the big boss because a majority of the, a majority of the movie, like you know, that Mr. Horn is is definitely the villain, but he's also fighting with the other guy. Um, I forget what it, who's fighting with Cuba and Jr. I forget what his name in the movie. Yeah, is. The, the dude, the, the bully or whatever that yeah, got out of school. Yeah, that, like that kills Ramon and then he's yeah. taken out in like five seconds. Exactly. Like right after, I was like, right, okay, so now he's in the ring fighting. He's fighting this guy now, and he's gonna beat the shit out of him really quickly <laughs> after he like after he puts on his like boxing cologne that he rubbed, <laughs> that he rubbed yeah. on both gloves. So <laughs> so that's fucking. Uh, um, Knockout gas? Is that what we're to believe? That he would rub I a little sure chloroform on his gloves and then force his opponent's face into his glove and therefore yeah. uh, Is that what is that what it was? Because I mean yeah. it messed yeah. up it messed up Ramon's eyes though, so because he couldn't see. So he I was got like, dizzy. Okay, yeah. it did not it did knock him out. So yeah, like, it was it was like chloroform. Suck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so weird. That was, <laughs> that, was so, that was so strange. He's like, give me that stuff, man. We're not gonna yeah. wait. Come we're on. not gonna wait. It's, yeah, it's and that's right. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy spotted it. Yeah. That's right. Yes, I know. There's like 500 people in here, but like he's and he's standing just as far away as they are, and he's the it only one nothing. who spots it. It well, says because nothing. we set up early in the movie that Tommy's smart. He knows Mark Twain. He's a thinker. He's a he's a smart guy, and so that's why he notices these things. Sure. <laughs> and he says nothing to anyone. He says nothing at all. Like, hey, this guy's cheating. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that he's he's been part of this like underground boxing organization for all of like five minutes, and he's starting to tell like the ref, "Hey, stop the fight! What's going on? He can't do that." <laughs> like, uh, like, excuse me, sir, would you back the fuck up? <laughs> what is wrong? Who's this guy? <laughs> Guys, I love that this underground boxing organization has like official refs. <laughs> and it has, like, That's what Jenna said too. She was like, "So, are there rules or not rules?" Because I'm seeing guys get kicked in the nuts yeah. uh, and give uppercut oh. and shit and like and get punted and shit like <laughs> backhanded bitch slapped and, and apparently kurt vonnegut plays the doctor <laughs> like this guy this... was that kurt vonnegut he, no it wasn't but I it was looked like making, a but like they have a doctor yeah, <laughs> yeah. like checking people out yeah, but, but he that dude did kind of seem like a mob doctor right like he was doing some shady stuff he's like the one guy yeah. they know who would do that he's on the payroll yeah that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. So uh so yeah, it was it was fun revisiting this one. Uh, <laughs> I, the only thing I had remembered after all these years was Brian Dennehy taking like, you know, putting his head down and making the guy punch the top of his head. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> the hardest reason, part. That stuck with me forever. Uh and I was like really pleased when I got back to it, it was like, <laughs> oh, that looks so bad. <laughs> the hardest part on the human body, right? That's what he says. Make them think you're weak when you're strong. <laughs> oh my god! How, yeah, how he brought it back. He's like, oh my god! Oh, his hands messed up. Oh no, it's not. It actually isn't. It's like, oh, this is what I'm going to give you. This super duper combo and beat the shit out of you now. <laughs> Tess, did you watch this alone or with your roommates? I watched this alone. I watched. I watched oh, that's this too alone. bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Like, I, I here's the I enjoyed it, but like, I enjoyed it more than I than I thought I would. Like the same way that Joel said, especially like going into it and the beginning of it. I was like, okay, I'm all right. I'm captivated. I guess I wouldn't say that I'm just so. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say wow. that I'm just. So he was whisked away, Joe. I'm like, all right. Well, let's see where this kind of goes. <laughs> this he lost little, himself. This is a little weird. Yeah, I started losing myself. To the music, <laughs> to the moment. In the moment. <laughs> I was trying to own it. But <laughs> that's like, okay. that's, that's right, true, Joel. This movie is a lot like 8 Mile. It is. <laughs> it really is. Poor white it, kid. It, it, it really, poor white kid in this really grungy, dirty-looking city. Mm-hmm. He's got to <laughs> prove himself on the streets, except instead of uh, beatboxing and rapping, yeah. Yeah. he lets he's his do fist it. do the talking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like with he's with Cuba Gooding Jr., who's like the Black Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, that's right. And then Brittany Black Murphy Mackay. is uh, Don. What's her you name? Guys that. You guys yes. That. Hey, yeah, yeah, I know. I you know, you're so, I it's it. like you're so messed up. It's like how, how, how dare you talk about Mackay Pfeiffer, the Black Mackay Pfeiffer? So, so messed up. <laughs> oh my god! But no, this is, yeah, no, this is Eight Mile. This is Gladiator. Yeah, man. Mile. Eight Mile Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else? Would anybody have anything else about this? Uh, let's see. Where are we now? I'm watching it right <laughs> right now. What part are we at? Let's see. Oh, we're at the big climax. Here we go. The Black Death. Tommy's With about Black to. Death. That's not the... I'm sorry. That's not him. No. Tommy's. Oh, about that's to... the other guy. Yeah. 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 The, the bully. Guy. Oh, here we go. He's oh. beating. Uh, oh, beating the shit out. Beating the shit out of Ramon. Oh, poor guy. Oh. Never never saw it coming. And he's brain dead. I like that very helpful other patient in that hospital. It's like, <laughs> by the way, doctor said he's brain dead. If you didn't tell from the ventilator. 
<laughs> is it bad that I saw him on the ventilator and I was like, man, there's probably somebody else that could be using that right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, was like, oh, you got to cut God. that cord. There's somebody with COVID who needs that right now. <laughs> See, it's jokes oh like God. that, which is why I did not <laughs> post the song. Because it just seems insensitive, Joe. Look, man, Chris Cuomo's okay. Oh, is he? Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah oh, he's yeah, okay. He's thank recovered God. already? Because I was following for a while, man. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Touch he's, and go. He's, he's good. He's good. Well, thank Christ. <laughs> thank Christ. <laughs> I love that guy. Tess, do you have anything else about this movie? Uh, no, I mean, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this. It's, Did you – so – I mean, we I know, I know the way you felt. Movies. I know the way you felt about watching No Holds Barred, and yeah. this movie's a lot like No Holds Barred. Oh, yeah. No Holds Barred <laughs> wishes it were this movie. Probably, yeah. This is way better than No Holds Barred. Way better. <laughs> no, no, way. Right. no comparison. Well, at least we know where it falls in the rankings but, yeah. <laughs> between the two of those. But you yeah. know what, Joe? You're right. It is empty calories. Like I watched it mere hours ago, and it's I've already forgotten it. Like I'm watching it here. As if it were for the first time. <laughs> it's and definitely like, not the oh, best yeah. gladiator movie. This happened, and I have memory of it somewhere, but n- none of it is outstanding. Well, prepare oh, yeah. for the Oscars this year. They're going to use something from this for Brian Dennehy. You think so? It'll be no. him. Uh, no. Oh, wow. You don't think it'll, it'll be the clip of him in the boxing ring at the end, dressed like Soda Popinski from the Mike Tyson Punch Out movie? He's <laughs> fucking taunting that's... Tommy. <laughs> So it looks like is it him or is it King Hippo? One of them that's has the suspenders. Wearing. That's what I'm wearing right now. My shirt, it's punch out. Oh no oh, way! Nice. Look at that. K.O. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, I wore this special for you. <laughs> Rest in peace, Brian Denny. Rest in peace, AKA All right, King Hippo. Good so treat. let me let me ask: Would you recommend Gladiator 1992? No, but I would recommend Gladiator 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. Subscribe to the podcast. Someday we'll do that. Superior film on this podcast. Uh, But, you know, if... uh, Eventually, Joel's going to start a a side podcast with somebody else where they just talk about... (laughs) All the other movies I wanted to talk about. All the good movies you wanted to watch. (laughs) No, this is the type of movie... Ten minutes of each episode of that podcast will be dedicated to him just bitching about some (laughs) bad movie I made him watch instead. Oh, my God. (laughs) You ever heard of Wolf with Jack Nicholson? (laughs) (laughs) Listen to our Wolf episode from, uh, what, October of last year? Yeah, it seems like so long ago. It does, really, yeah. uh, Pre-PC, pre-COVID. Yes, PC. Tess, would you recommend this movie? No, man, I would would not recommend this movie. But it's, if you come across it, watch it. But (laughs) but I wouldn't go looking for it. It's like, I wouldn't go looking for it. It's a good movie to put on when you're going to go to sleep. You know, you just need some some background noise to kind of lull you in. It's not going to like... Jolt you out too much. It's pretty pretty easy. It goes down easy, right? Yeah, palatable. Uh, I I think I would recommend it only in as much as I think there's enough hilarious stuff that's going on in this movie <laughs> that like because it's really taking it's trying so hard. It it's is. taking itself it's very hard. seriously, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's worth the watch just because it's a little ridiculous. Like especially when every ten minutes you have to remind yourself, oh yes, these are sixteen year old kids. <laughs> yes. These are supposed to be sixteen year old kids. These are kids. Like, hey man, Cooper you got Jr. had a daughter, and his wife, his girlfriend, looks like she's at least thirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, baby. I like that the baby pees on Tommy. By the way, I don't think we mentioned that in that scene. So look out for that in Act Three. He just laughs it off. <laughs> yeah, like, not the first time I've been peeing on my it's baby. It's only water. 
<laughs> All right. So, what did what did Gladiator do right? You know, uh, I I miss a good training montage nowadays in a movie. So, anytime you can see a good '90s. Uh, training montage where he's learning uh, about the boxing ring, but he's also learning about uh, his new love, his girl, and mm. <laughs> their emotions together. Mm. Intercut with some kick-ass uh, boxing montage. Yeah, set to nice uh, little 90s. I don't even remember what music they were playing there. There was a lot of 90s music in Dude, this, man. There was. there was. Yeah, there was a lot of 90s music. Mm. There was the the Queen, We Will Rock You cover by oh, Warren. Jesus, that's right. Uh, I didn't like that song where they when they finally had sex. I was like, I would have picked a better sex song. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I would have picked yeah. a better sex song. <laughs> also, just just that scene, it was like, it looked like they wanted to film a great, like a, a nice, like a, a nice, like sex scene, like something kind of erotic. Uh, erotic sure, but like that neither one of them felt comfortable with each other, so they just covered them with a blanket. And they are like, oh, shit, they're supposed to be 16. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> they might have done as well. Good point. They're supposed to be 16 years old. <laughs> so we're watching kitty porn. Great. No. Yeah. I'm really pissed off. At no point in the movie did they like cut to them just like reading their Mark Twain books that they were handed yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, where's that fucking the- callback, man? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe in the director's cut joke, because this is a lean minute and 40, or hour 40, right? That's right. That's right. It's true. Uh, Tess, what did this movie do right? It had a great uh, assortment of characters. Yeah, cast. Yeah, the supporting cast, out because, I mean, as we already said, the lead character, this guy... Very unenthusiastic, very terrible, but yeah. everybody, but everybody around him, there was always interest in enough stuff going on to where mm-hmm. even when they cut away from Tommy, you were still interested in what was going on, what was happening with the side characters like the bullies and also with um with Brian Dennehy and also um with even even to it not with his girlfriend because you didn't really see any of that, but like she she was a good enough character to where it's like all right yeah i liked her yeah. she wasn't terrible for the role she played uh-huh so, okay. yeah no i i thought the cast as well other than our lead i thought i thought that like all of the old dogs for lack of a better term yeah. are fantastic in this oh, movie yeah. of course yeah. Austin davis robert loja brian dennehy like the I'm I'm happy this is one of those situations where we did like the kind of the tribute to somebody who's passed away. Me too. Good and pick. It's actually, and it's actually a really good, uh, and I wouldn't say it's his best body of work, but it's yeah. a nice showcase of what he could do. You know, he he was a villain. He was kind of smarmy and fun, mm-hmm. but he was also physical. And it was like, yeah. way to go. And also, like, what a handsome dude Brian Denny yeah, was. Yeah, you forget. Yeah, man. Um, all right. So, what did this movie do wrong? You know, for me, it's just like so formulaic. There's, there's no real surprises. Uh, you've all the things you've seen in this movie, you've seen done better in other films. Here they are mm-hmm. together in a, you know, semi palatable uh, presentation. But uh, it's just not special. I think that's ultimately my my critique. Yeah, the, for me, it's the transitions. The way we ended up in different scenes, I I really hated like how we how he set up the the stage of him having to fight first um, the bully and mm-hmm. then fight uh, a, a Lincoln and then fight um, Brian Denny's yeah. character it's like it's Scott like, Pilgrim. Yeah, it's yeah. like all oh, that. It's like oh god, just like let's get to it. Let's get. We know where this is going. Let's get to it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what I think that this movie did wrong was trying to make this the story of high schoolers. I really do think like you're you're already shooting yourself in the foot trying to make this about high school kids. I feel like, like there's this, there's this feeling that like this was actually two different movies that they ended up putting together to make one flick. 
like one movie was a high school like Karate Kid style flick. Yeah, and then, and then the yeah. other one was like a 1920s boxing movie. You know this. This movie should have been adults in the 1920s. You're absolutely onto something there because when did Karate Kid come out? That big craze, and this is kind of like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, a, it could have been like a Jean Claude Van Damme film, and they're like, hold up, let's back it off, and put it in high school. Um, I mean, I just need to point out that Robert Mark Kamen, who also wrote The Fifth Element, wrote The Transporter, wrote Taken, wrote this movie, also wrote the Karate Kid films. <laughs> there you go. Oh wow. Yeah. Got to so, be high school kids. So yeah, just I think just the the choice of making it high school kids is just was a, t- a terrible idea. Uh, if we were going to remake Gladiator 1992 now, how would we do it? Three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like I recast seven here. I have eight. Nope. Oh. Ah, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've got nine, but yeah. oh, holy crap! Oh, you yeah. win. Yeah. I uh, I've got a theme going with ah, mine. So all right, let me just get mine out of the way, okay, and then I'll let you guys go back and forth. Sounds good. Um, so, guys, mine is an Adam Sandler joint. I'm making this thing a comedy. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna cast adults as kids, we're gonna own it. <laughs> so, so starting with the John Hurd character, John Riley, the father, that's gonna be played by Kevin James. Uh, <laughs> the the Ozzie Davis, the Noah character, is gonna be played by Tim Meadows. Oh, uh, Romano will be played by Nick Swordson. Yes, who will be who will be made up like a Cuban. Oh no! Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that. Uh, the uh, <laughs> let me see the Pappy Jack character, mm-hmm. the Robert Lodge character, played by mm-hmm. he's gonna be played by John Lovitz. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the love interest Dawn will be played by Maya Rudolph. Um, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Hayes mm-hmm. gonna be played by Chris Rock. Obviously, Adam Sandler would be Tommy Riley, obviously, and, and Jimmy Horn played by Al Pacino. Uh, oh yeah! Wow. The, the whole thing, obviously, directed by uh, Dennis Dugan's done a bunch of those Happy Madison folks. Now, were you going to get? Were you going to get uh, Schneider? What's his name? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Where's he going to make his cameo? Yeah. He's got to be Dude, one Rob- of these side characters. <laughs> I think. I think Rob Schneider is probably going to be the. Uh, um, the, the the guy that's in the hospital that's like he's brain dead. <laughs> yes, he shows up there. He's got like a, he'll have some sort of weird ailment, right? Where he'll be in the same room, like he had yeah, to have be... a, a butt cheek removed or something crazy like that. Yeah, that or just going through and stealing other people's medication. Oh, uh, there you go. I like it. And then and then David Spade would be the teacher, I guess. Oh yes, you gotta have David Spade too. That's perfect. Uh, all I like right, it. so go ahead, guys. Uh, well, you have more than me, uh, Tess. So uh... who's at the bottom of your list? Probably the Spitz character, the bully guy. That's uh, the bu- oh. for that character. I went with Lakeith Stanfield. Yes, he's uh, yeah, he's the detective from the uh, Knives Out movie that just came out. That's perfect. I love him. Yeah, and then I guess after him, I've got. I, I also recasted uh, the boxer Black Death. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do him either. Yeah, and kind of going with Lakeith Sanfield. Uh-huh. I don't really have a theme, but these guys were all were on a show together, Atlanta. So, um, for the Black Death character, I want Brian Tyree Henry, uh, he's <laughs> yeah. a boy from Atlanta. Yeah, um, and then after that, for the Romana character, I went with um, Avan jo- uh, Avan jo- Jojia, the guy Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, Berkeley from from Zombieland. Easy I, for you to say. Oh. Yeah. Oh, from the second, from the second, yeah, from, yeah, from Double Tap, yeah, gotcha. the, yeah, that guy. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, really good. You should check it out. Yeah, 
Um, after him, uh, for the Noah character, I went with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that, no, is that the Ozzy Davis uh, character? Just a million yeah, dollar not... baby. We're just going to do a million yeah. dollar baby yeah. again. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. That's who I went with, too, because the only person who does, does that kind of role better than Ozzy Davis is Morgan Freeman. Is so, Morgan oh, Freeman. Exactly. exactly. Oh, guys, like, that's why I picked Tim Meadows, because I'm seeing him <laughs> I'm seeing him like the uh, like his character in Walk Hard, where he's like, you never do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so, so if he hits me, is it gonna hurt? It's gonna hurt like hell. You're gonna wish you were dead. He's probably gonna punch you so hard he's gonna crush your kidneys. You're gonna piss yourself. Now you ready to get in there? <laughs> like I, just, I go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I love it. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. All right. Uh, uh, then for the Pappy Jack character. Oh yeah, Robert Lozier. Yeah, I went with Gene Hackman for that. Character. Oh, that's nice. great. <laughs> I went with uh, Harvey Keitel myself. Oh, nice. Jenna yeah. pulled that one out. Uh, and for the Dawn character, I went with Emma Roberts, just because mm-hmm. I love her, and I feel like she'd be good oh, in that. Oh, she role. is good in that. I went with uh, Natalie Dyer, who plays Nancy Wheeler from Stranger Things. Went with oh, a different yeah, Stranger like Things actress. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, and then for my Abraham Lincoln Haynes character, mm-hmm. cool. going back to the Atlanta, going, no, going back to the Atlanta uh, uh, theme. Donald Glover. Of course, I had to go with Donald Glover. <laughs> well, I'm going to say the other two. Got to go with my boy. It's a good thing I had a backup too, because yeah, I clearly like watching him. Like he could totally do that role, right? He's got the physique, he's got the attitude. Like he is fucking our Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, so knowing you were going to do that, I went with the other obvious choice, which is uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, <laughs> he's ah, great. Knows nice. a little thing about yeah, boxing nice. movies. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of some. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, after Don, the uh, I guess I'll, now I'll go with the Tom Riley character. Wait, wait, let's, let's do the father. Did you do the father? John I Hurt didn't do character? the father. You didn't do the father. I didn't do the father. I'll throw no, mine out actually, there before we get into the big one uh, because uh, that was uh, Edward Norton for me. I think he'd be the sniveling oh, father. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Nice. Love Ed Norton. Uh, okay. Um, and for, so yeah, for the Tom, for the Tommy Riley character, I went with Zach Efron because I feel like, you know, yeah. everybody would like to look at him. He'd be a good enough, he'd be a good enough actor. He'd, he'd do, do the role great. right. He'd be yeah. funny. And also charismatic. Yep. Be good there. He can emote. And for the Mr. Horn character, I went with Holt McCannelly. He's Bill Tinch in Mindhunter and also uh, the mechanic from Fight Club, if you remember that. The mechanic from Fight Fight Club. Club. Who was the mechanic? You guys probably, I know you remember his face. He's been in something else too, but I'll have to look at it. Tell me his name again. Uh, Holt McCannelly. Candle, <laughs> I'll look that up uh, during the list. Yeah, my uh, my Tommy Riley. Um, since I went with uh, Natalie Dyer as Dawn, I was going to go with Charlie Heaton, who plays uh, the other her love interest on Stranger Things. But I yeah. thought that was, was going to be a little too easy, though. So I, I found a guy who's actually a young Irishman. Uh, actor's name is Jack Rayner. He was uh, the co-star of the tr- the fourth Transformers movie with uh, oh, what's his name. So he was that young kid in there, uh, and he also appeared more recently in Midsummer. Uh, and he's an, an, an actual Irish kid, so uh, it's got the looks. Nice. And uh, there you go, very good. No director, oh, yeah. anybody director? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, directed by David Fincher because we've been saying it reminds us of Fight Club. Beautiful, nice. Uh, nice. My director is going to be Guy Ritchie since I've been talking about him. 
Oh my god! All right, guys, if you've got a uh, any thoughts on how you would recast Gladiator '92, if you have thoughts about that movie at all, just go ahead and let us know. Go to Facebook.com/slash/EditingBay or at Facebook on the search bar, put in the Editing Bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that. That's where you talk back to us. Let us know what you thought about the film, and if you have ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there. We'll add it to the list. We've also got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is not the Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. It's somewhere between. It's EditingBay.com. Please go there and uh, bookmark it anytime you need to find a little info, links, uh, how to subscribe, or our social media networks. You're going to find it on editingbay.com. You're going to find links to uh, our Facebook page as well as our Twitter handle. Yeah, that's right. We got one of those two, a little Twitter handle. It is at the editing bay. Uh, if uh, you are following, you already knew that we had kind of mixed up this week's recording uh, due to the passing of beloved Brian Dennehy. Uh, so uh, those are little nuggets, little news you want to find out. About the Editing Bay, you're going to find it at the Editing Bay on Twitter and on EditingBay.com. Guys, leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Uh, you know, just a, a, a little bit of a, a review. Let us know what you think about the show and then make it five stars. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, even if you have criticism, make it five-star criticism, and we're good. Because if you leave less than five stars, you know what you are? You're Black Death. <laughs> you, just, you just got knocked out by Ghost. You're, you're bleeding on the canvas right now. Ooh. Your knees are weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit on your sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So what are we going to do next week? Well, do I get to pick, I guess? No. That, this counted as your pick. No, no. Come on, Joe. Don't, don't do that to the poor guy. No. Uh, no you, go ahead. You know what? I Because I thought of a new movie. That I want to watch instead of big time adolescence. What? Because, yes, because of the fact. <laughs> Joel's like, but I already watched it. <laughs> Unprecedented. I know. We'll, we'll eventually talk about that. But see, going off of the theme of picking 1992 movies, I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, and they brought up a movie that I'd never seen before. But when I looked it up, found out that it actually came out on my birthday oh, in 1992. Oh, wow. And uh. it stars Wesley Snipes. And that is... <laughs> Passenger 57. 57. <laughs> yes. Never seen this movie. Oh. Gotta watch it, though. Oh, no. Uh, do you know if it's streaming anywhere? Have you looked it up? No, I have okay. no idea where to find this movie. It's cool. <laughs> all right. Tess, are you keeping track of all of the movies from 1992 you have seen? Because there's got to be a master list. You know, it's a finite number. I've got to start doing that now. You, you yeah. just give me, you're just giving me something I need to do now. Well, look, yeah. we've, we've racked up a handful already this year. And what do we do about the movies from 1992 that we've talked about before you join the show? I think it gets grandfathered in, right? Mm. Ooh. Is that racist? Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah, I like that. No, yeah, I like that. Not I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still saying that? Is that a <laughs> is that a, is that... <laughs> Just want to make sure it's uh, oh Say that now. Sorry, Jeff. All right, guys. Uh, check us out next week. We're going to be talking about Passenger 57. Uh, Jeff, thank you, sir. Uh, Tess, good job. Yeah. yeah. Joel, always a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. All right, guys. We'll check you next week for Passenger 57. <laughs> See you then. Running around, robbing banks all whack on the Scooby Snacks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.